Well, hello there, WNBA Nation fans. This is Jason, one of your hosts here at WNBA Nation, and also one of your hosts over at NWHL Nation, a brand new sister pod that we just spun off about a week ago. Logan and I are over on that channel producing content covering the NWHL. The National Women's Hockey League is only about five years old. It's still getting off the ground. It's got six teams, uh, five as of last year, and they added a new team from Toronto, the Toronto Six this year. It's an exciting new league. It's growing. It's exploding fast. There were lots of people watching this last opening weekend, and they're currently in a bubble season. We experienced that, but theirs is very abbreviated. The The bubble started this last Saturday, and it finishes next Friday. So only two weeks long. There's a lot of hockey, and almost all of that hockey is completely free for you to watch on Twitch. So if you want to uh, see what's going on, if you want to watch women's hockey, go over to Twitch twitch.tv slash NWHL. You'll be able to watch all the games there. And in addition, we are now providing content covering the NWHL. We're streaming our recordings live on our Twitch, which is the same Twitch that you watch here for WNBA Nation. And also, we've got our podcast up and running. So Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitchers, uh, Spotify, all the places that you find your podcasts, we should be with NWHL Nation. So we'd appreciate it. If you're interested in either women's hockey or even just women's sports in general and want to support the league, we would appreciate you taking a minute of your time. Uh, subscribe, rate, review, follow us on Twitter at NWHL Nation Pod. All of that goes to help support what we're doing there, and obviously our work there is trying to put a spotlight on women's hockey and women's sports and the issues important to women's athletics in general. So with that, uh, I, I thought it would be fun for you guys to just get a little bit of a taste here on our main channel of what we're doing over there at NWHL Nation. So I'm going to take a clip, uh, just a few minutes from one of our more recent episodes. If you guys like what's going on, like I said, subscribe, rate, review, do all the things. We appreciate you, and hopefully you enjoy this clip from NWHL Nation. Welcome to the NWHL Nation. Hey there, women's hockey fans. Jason and Logan back with you again for our second ever episode of NWHL Nation. Real quick, Logan Jones, how are you doing? Doing so good. Um, I know both our, our WNBA co-hosts, Kyle and Steve, they are also uh, paying attention to this league and keeping tabs on it, obviously. But they're missing out. I, I want to get them on here uh, one of these nights with us because I, I now that we have some things to talk about, um, this is this is really fun. Uh, yeah. I really enjoy hockey, which is the reason that that you know I'm jumping on here with with Jason and obviously and we're and we're doing the show. But um, just having something to watch again is is such a refresher. Um, mm-hmm. And I I wish <laughs> I'm already dreading the end of the season because it's so short. But I <laughs> I'm I'm glad to have this burst of energy from from women's hockey for a little bit. Yeah. Now, unfortunately. The show is, or the, the season is already almost over. It's such a fast season. For those of you who maybe didn't catch opening weekend and aren't aware of the structure, real quick, the, the season opened on this last Saturday. Uh, we had a triple header Sunday. We had another triple header 
Today is Monday as of this recording, and that was a day off. We're going to go into three doubleheaders, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then we go straight into another triple header. I think there's a day break there. And then we go into round robin, playoff tournament, and the season is done by next Friday. So this is going to be a whirlwind, and we are excited to take the ride with you. Uh, Logan, first thing I wanted to talk with you about today is, I guess, just general impressions. We're in the uh, in-double or wobble, if you ask the whales, W-H-bubble, <laughs> the wobble. We're in the in-double, totally new season format, totally new team in the Toronto Six, totally new fan base, as in a lot more people watching. Uh, give me your general impressions of, of what you saw this last weekend, what your thoughts were, major storylines that, that you caught on to. Uh it's well, first of all, it's just fun to have it back and fun that they're doing it in a bubble where they can do it safely and, and hold a season, hopefully without any major stoppages or postponements, because we don't really have time for that um, in this kind of rapid fire season. The the storylines that really jump out to me, I I ended our last episode. This might not have been on the recording because it was part of our uni talk segment, um, which we ended up just leaving as a visual thing because uni talk is mostly a visual thing. Uh, but I'm sort of leaning towards the Toronto Six as as my team. I don't have a team yet, but since they're new and and I'm pretty new to to following the league, it kind of made a lot of sense. Plus, I really like their look, um, and so I paid extra attention to them this weekend. And there's a lot you could talk about with Toronto's team this weekend. I'll tell you what. Um, out of the gate, not looking great. Although I, I thought their goalie played well in that first game, to blowing a five to one lead. <laughs> Uh, to now looking ahead, their next game is Boston. Um, another big storyline from this weekend is the, the Boston-Minnesota outcome and then Boston's response the next day. Uh, they're obviously the favorite, and so we're going to be keeping tabs on the pride um, throughout the next two weeks and basically just daily considering whether or not they're going to repeat as champions. Uh, and then the last one is obviously for your sake, Jason, I was paying attention to the whale. Uh, yeah. A very fun weekend and are kind of, I, I think... If any team is going to play spoiler to Minnesota and Boston's reign over this league, I think the Whale are one of those teams to watch out for. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I appreciate that. I'm not sure if I'm as bold on the Whale as you are, but I definitely think they are in that second tier. Uh, I completely agree. Uh, Pride and Whitecaps got back to exactly what we expected them to be doing. Um, but as far as overall storylines, I want to talk about production quality and viewership. Before the game even started, so you and I actually did a pregame show Saturday morning. Uh, we were on air. We threw it over, and I go over, and we we take our few viewers, and we toss them over to the to the NWHL feed, which had over 6,000 people before the puck dropped. Actually, before they even started doing anything. They had over 6,000 people while the graphic just said, we'll be streaming soon, please wait. <laughs> so, obviously... There are plenty of people wanting to watch this. One of the things that we always struggle with, and we've struggled with it with WNBA Nation, which is our sister podcast that we're both on, is that a lot of times people's arguments against women's basketball or women's hockey or women's soccer is that it doesn't get viewership numbers. Seeing that dramatic increase, to me, Logan, says there is a demand and people are willing to go out of their way to find it. That's Mm -hmm. 6,000 people that knew enough about what was going on and how to find it that they came to probably for most of those people, a new platform, you know, most, most sports fans aren't used to going to Twitch to watch their, their sporting events. So they're going to a new, to to a new platform, finding it being there on time and even early, I guess 
for me, it shows that there is a market for it and that it could be brought to television. Um, I don't know if you had thoughts about that or, or what your yeah, reaction do. was to seeing that kind of that kind of turnout in the numbers. Well, yeah, Jason, I know people could look at those numbers, and I, I believe the numbers over the first two days totaled about 160,000 viewers across all the games mm-hmm. and the two-day span, um, which you might look at and think is a fine number, but nothing compared to like the millions that you know watch NBA and, and playoffs and, and football and things like that. But you got to keep in mind that if like it, if you're on ESPN in prime time, your floor is like there's going to be a million televisions watching ESPN no matter what is on mm-hmm. like at at a certain time over the weekend. So like you're you're dealing with different expectations. The floor for a Twitch stream for a league that like is is a few years old that's debuting like a brand new team. The floor is zero. Like mm-hmm. you're you're literally going off of like people are going to no one is going to be flipping through channels or no one's going to be at Buffalo Wild Wings like watching this. Like you need to be intentionally going out and finding it. And so that that hundred and sixty thousand number is a, like those are quality viewerships. Those are not just people that were perusing that came across it. Mm-hmm. Um, which which to me tells the story of what we talk about with the WNBA all the time. If you give them the occasional like primetime spot or a national broadcast, the the eyeballs will follow. Like the casual viewers will come in the tens of thousands if you give them a chance. But right now you're dedicated, like interested fan base that goes and like actually intentionally blocks out time to go and watch it on a computer screen is already a pretty good number. I was really pleased with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And of that 160,000, the other thing to remember is that the NWHL is not operating with a type of budget. You know, if, if I turn on ESPN Whatever their Sunday night game of the week from the NBA is, I'm going to see a commercial for that every 92 seconds. Like, <laughs> like this Sunday, Lakers and Clippers, like whatever it is. I don't know what the game is this week because I haven't watched any sports TV yet. But as soon as I turn on ESPN, I'm going to know what the Sunday game of the yep. week is. I'm going to see an advertisement for it every minute and a half. And this was mostly grassroots. This was Twitter. This was Facebook. This was probably Instagram. I'm not on Instagram, so I, I can't vouch for it, but I'm sure they're active on there because they're not old and shriveled up like I am. But this is all organic. So you get those 160,000 organic. If you took the NHL and put some marketing budget behind it, if you put them on a TV channel that people are going to be casual viewers, I think that there's a demand. I, I think that this opening weekend proved that there is a market for people to watch women's hockey. And we are excited about that. Obviously, one of the main reasons we do this podcast is because we want to throw whatever energy and weight we have at providing more good coverage for a sport like this. Yeah. The other well, thing. Think, oh, sorry, go well, ahead. Well, I, I was just thinking, like, think of how much work the WNBA's had to put in to get players like Elena Deladon, like on the wall in like your local Nike footlocker. Yeah. Um, um, or Nike factory footloggers and everything. But like, you know, think, think about how much work they've had to put in to get Bree Stewart, um, guest hosting a show on ESPN during the day and, you know, making Asia Wilson more of a household name. Like it, the WNBA has like some legit superstars and the average sports fan in America might be able to name five women's basketball players. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's being pretty generous, you know. Um, they, they might know Tarazi and Griner and, uh, I don't know, Candace Parker, maybe, you know, the, the average sports viewer just doesn't know that much. 
even fewer when it comes to women's hockey. They might be able to name someone from the Olympic team, but I, I doubt mm-hmm. you're going to ask a lot of sports fans about women's hockey and get any sort of response. So they're putting up numbers. This is my point is they're putting up numbers without having the marketing. They're, they're on during the day. They're, you know, they're in this bubble, um, trying to broadcast on Twitch. They don't have like these branded superstar household names to like rest on. It's purely just they're playing sports. They're on the ice. The action is live. You can watch it now if you want. And that being said, I mean, Think about our Twitch stream. I'm like, if we got if we got 160,000 viewers over two days, we'd be crapping ourselves, right? Like, <laughs> like that would be, that would be an insane amount of people tuning in just to see us. And I I think the the league should be happy with um with at least their starting point for the season. And obviously, there's a lot a lot more of a, a lot more meat on the bone. I think that they can they can achieve in future years if uh, yeah if they play their cards right. All right, everyone, I'm going to cut off the special preview there. If you want to hear more, if you're interested in what we're doing, if you would like to support the work that we're putting in, we would really appreciate it if you go find us on whatever pod grabber you use. Subscribe, NWHL Nation. Uh, rate, review, if that's a feature of your pod grabber. And if you want to stay in touch with what we're doing and what is going on in the world of women's hockey, we would encourage you to go over and give us a follow at NWHL Nation Pod. But that's about it for now. So I'm Jason Snow, and we'll get you next time.